KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-final. Piltown versus Blacks and Whites. With thanks to John Phelan Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal. Serving Kilkenny City and County. See johnphelanskiphire.ie Yes, hello and welcome along to UPMC Nolan Park for today's JJ Cavanagh and Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-final the second semi-final between Blacks and Whites and Pinnetown of course that first semi-final went all the way to penalty shootouts as you've just been hearing live on KCLR Martin Quilty and Anya Fahey and even Aidan Taggy Fogarty who joined me for this second game with a brilliant commentary piece on that penalty shootout Wine Gap eventually overcoming Dixborough 4-2 with um, a rather unusual way to end the game to say the least but um, we're obviously concentrating on today's second game very very quickly but just to reflect on that first semi-final Taggy uh, a really brilliant victory for Wyngap with a large crowd but um, heartbreak for Dixborough ah yeah look uh, Robbie I think um, penalties at the end of the day it's an awful way to go over competition semi-final of, uh, of the county it's uh, it's an awful way to go over but uh, in fairness the few boys that stood up to take the penalties fair play to them and look you're going to miss like in training you'd miss them because you're supposed to actually score a penalty do you know that's the thing you're supposed to score and when you miss them in the county semi-final it's an awful awful way to go over but look Wingap would be delighted uh, they're actually a very good side I was watching them there and I thought in the first 60 minutes they were probably the better team and I thought things were, uh, in the extra 20 minutes were probably the better team and none of them got, got over in the lane so in fairness to them it's a, heart, a heartbreak for Dixborough absolute heartbreak but sure Wingap go on and they're a good side and they'll take beat in the final now they certainly will and who will they face in the final it will be either Blacks and Whites or Pilltown Pilltown the last time they were in a final was four years ago in 2018 while for Eddie Scotty's Blacks and Whites it's all the way back to 2009 for their last appearance in the junior decider I'll go through the teams before today's game throws in at a later time of just around half past two I would have thought because of of course extra time and penalties in that first semi-final for Blacks and Whites Keelan O'Grady's in the goal vice-captain Joe Kelly is at right corner back with the full-back line laid up of Michael Crow Maloney and Tommy Joyce the half back line is Ian Foley and Aidan O'Dowd with Niall Kennedy at left half back while the midfield sees Paul Murphy they also joined captain along with John Nipper Lennon the half forward line for Blacks and Whites is Emmett Foley Jamie Byrne and Jason Byrne and the full forward line another Byrne again Sam Byrne in at right corner forward Martin Kelly in between Sam Byrne and Shannon Dial for Blacks and Whites for Pilltown it's James Norris in the goal Oran Brophy at right corner back Kevin Walsh at full back Michal O'Dwyer in the other corner Niall Kinsella Dara Walsh and Brendan Wheeler are the half back line with Robbie Tobin and Ian Long in midfield Billy O'Callaghan Robbie Cullinan who is today's captain for Pilltown at centre forward and the left half forward is Aaron Kinsella and the full forward line sees Keen Kinsella at full forward either side of him are Ronan Ryan and Martin Power. Looking ahead to this one now, obviously we reflected on the wine gap in Dixburg game there, Taggy, but um, how do you see it going? Piltown strong favourites with most punters. Piltown are strong favourites, yeah. Um, semi-final of the county. Uh, Anton can happen really in these games. Uh, Piltown are probably the more skillful hurlers. Uh, probably have been around this uh, stage of the competition a little bit more than Blacks and Whites. Um, but that's not to say Blacks and Whites are a big, strong, physical team. You know, they beat my own Emeralds, of course, by, by, by a, by a goal. It's 116 to 16 pints. They've also beaten John Locke, 17 pints to 111. So they have two games underneath their belts. Piltown are coming in, I suppose, uh, with one game underneath their belt, but went all the way to the wire. You know, 19 pints to 18, Beck, Greg, Nemana, uh, really close, tight affair. And that will stand to them. 
you know, um, you know, w w when it's really come down to the wire, when the pressure's on, that's when you have to perform, and that's when you see Wayne Gap. I suppose in the previous game, they kind of said we'll see it out, and rather than kind of going for it, they kind of held back and got caught and to the draw game. So, Piltown will have that bit of experience. They're at this stage of the competition a little bit more often than Blacks and Whites. Uh, so, I'd nearly fancy Piltown, but that's not to say Blacks and Whites could put it up to them. And to have that championship game, we've spoken about this at any grade, not just senior, intermediate, but also junior. Piltown coming off the back of a league final defeat to Tuller or Ross Birkin, but now that they have that championship quarter final behind them, do you think that's crucial um, for? a game of this magnitude ah yeah of course yeah sure um, you know you, you need in my opinion you need a tough game early rounds of the championship to set you up and it's all about getting momentum uh, after that you know you often hear if you've got a bit of momentum you can win the championship especially at junior level because it's so wide open so for both teams coming in you know two games for Blacks and Whites underneath the belt and a really really tough hard quarter final for Piltown so two of them are set up nicely in, the, in, the, in that terms I believe we're just about to have a minute's silence here at UPMC Nolan Park for some people that have passed in recent times so when we get to that Martin back at base we'll deal with a minute signs now at UPMC Nolan Park Enjoying the match? Of course you are. Why wouldn't you be? But what if I told you there was an extra way to get your GAA fix? Introducing the Clash Act. What was happening that, that Waterford Hurland had that big surge in, in, in the noughties like? I need to make it. We played Kilkenny in the semi-final. Kilkenny beat us that day by a point or two. I think Noel Maloney got a goal. DJ missed a free and Noel Maloney pulled and, and, and won the game for us. Justin came in then and he bought a another level he went up another level the holding the speed of the holding really came into it when I said from Colin Bond they really bought the holding speed and you know I can remember being up in Cashmore you'd be, you'd be around the grass there for 10 minutes with no slitter getting your wrists up getting your the strength into your wrists the way you could hit the ball faster and stuff like that and he definitely bought a, an unbelievable professionalism as a coach holding coach he, to this day he could cut a line ball over the bar that's how skillful Justin was, like you know, and he definitely bought the whole skill of the game for us when he came in up to another level. The Clash Act. Listen back on scoreline.ie, the KCLR app, or subscribe and listen wherever you get your podcasts. KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-final. Piltown versus Blacks and Whites. With thanks to John Phelan Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal. Serving Kilkenny City and County. See johnphelanskiphire.ie. Yet that moment silence has passed here at UPMC Nolan Park and the teams are in a little, the last team talk from both sets of management teams as they try and get their players to play the way they want I suppose tactics are a very important uh, element of today's modern game we will of course stand for a round of being very shortly but Taggy just briefly before that um, give us your verdict how do you see this going? Yeah look Pilsen are the favourites uh, I'd fancy myself to be honest um, if they get run on the blacks and whites, they, 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 uh, they could put up a high score and they have really good forwards. You know, uh, Robbie Cullerton there, Keane Kinsel playing well, Martin Power there in the full forward line as well. So, really good hurlers. Uh, if blacks and whites bring into a dogfight, it could be a different story. But if it's wide and if it's open, you'd fancy Piltown. Yeah, looking like there'll be no Iran being an actual factor. Just going to get the game going straight away. It seems Stephen Delaney is today's referee, the man in the middle wearing the black kit. And the ball has been thrown in by the ref and it's underway here now as Piltown and Blacks and Whites play off for a place in the decider of the Premier Junior Championship in Kilkenny. Wine gap away. Will it be Blacks and Whites or Piltown? We'll find out soon. Piltown get it into the forward line very early indeed, looking to get their hands on the ball. Now that's a strike coming in. Have we got the first score of the game? It's tailing off to the left, has a drop short. It's gone 
gone in and wide so a wide ball there from the Pilltown corner forward Martin Power and there is a puck out for Keelan O'Grady in the Blacks and Whites goal the first of the day he goes short finds number 27 who is a late substitution for Blacks and Whites that's Ryan Murphy who has come in for Eddie Scally's side and they're playing their short passing game that they've been so used to throughout the season uh, Eddie Scally of course on Friday night scoreline ourselves on KCLR every Friday night from 6 to 7 constantly speaking about the need to um, mix the game and we've seen that already it is a free out now in between the 45 and 65 of the Blacks and Whites a first opportunity for them to try and get on the scoreboard it's being lined up it might be one that he's going to go short again and he does it goes straight down the line looking straight in this Blacks and Whites man is out in front plenty of space there for him it's midfielder number 9 that is today uh, Ian Long for the Blacks and Whites was a poor effort and it's dropped short so Piltown come out with the ball through their centre back Aidan O'Dowd or uh, Dara Walsh I should say Dara Walsh is Piltown centre back today of course and he's driving straight through the heart of that Blacks and Whites defence looks up plays a short hand pass to his compatriot and that ball goes into the forward line but well swept up by the Blacks and Whites but Piltown have actually got their hands on the ball through their other corner forward that's Ronan Ryan today Ryan looks up again it's another pass and he finds this is Ronan Ryan here actually and Ryan has a strike and that has gone in and it's gone wide disappointing effort there Taggy he'll be disappointed with that corner forward for Piltown Ronan Ryan yeah absolutely yeah it was actually a great ball uh, by the number 10 Billy O'Callaghan uh, into Ronan Ryan and it was a very scorable chance and uh, just faded off to the left hand side and uh, drifted wide it did poor play there from the Blacks and White sloppy in possession and the midfielder for Piltown Robbie Tobin can look up and pick his pass a lot short passing in the early exchanges of this game Piltown going long now this time was there a foul no was and the referee indicates that the game can be played on the blacks and whites corner back there is down without his hurl but his compatriot as well picks it up and goes down the line to full forward Martin Kelly again a lot of short passing so far and Kelly can look up now and maybe try and get that first score of the game but that's a poor poor effort straight into the hands of James Norris in the Pilltown goal and he goes long with a long range puck out picked up there by Martin Power Power looks up what can he do with the ball Looking for, still looking for that first score of the game just about two and a half minutes gone at Nolan Park it's a full forward Keen Kinsella Kinsella turns has a shot that has gone in and it has gone over the bar and we do have a first score of the game it's from Piltown's Keen Kinsella and uh, Taggy was needed after a scrappy enough start yeah kind of a subdued start uh, yeah. Robbie I felt you know uh, the, it, there's no kind of life in it uh, so far I know it's only two minutes gone but a great score by Keen Kinsella but straight away you can see Piltown are playing very deep they're half hour line they're dropping really 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 far down into the midfielders and that's leaving a lot of uh, defenders uh, and the half back line for Blacks and Whites and they can play it from deep as you can see certainly so both sides teaming to eye each other up so far it is the Blacks and Whites midfielder John Nipper Lennon now Lennon looks back and finds his centre forward Jamie Byrne Byrne has a strike has he got Blacks and Whites first score of the game no he hasn't a disappointing wide ball um, poor effort there Taggy poor effort yeah uh, look it, it was kind of a non-scorable chance on the sideline right here but in front of us uh, we should probably let it in but uh, he took the opportunity and just went wide yeah game continues through a Pilltown man he looks back out and finds his midfielder, Paul um, Robbie Tobin. Tobin looks up and he's stolen straight through the heart of the Blacks and Whites defence. Yet to be stopped. Tobin looking up now. Can he find a hand pass? He can. He finds his corner forward, Martin Power. Power looks up. Easy scoreable opportunity. Straight over the Black spot. A first score today for Martin Power. A second score for Pilltown. And they lead after three and a half minutes here at UPMC Nolan Park by two points to zero. Today's game, of course, is brought to you with thanks to John Phelan's Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County. See John Phelan's Skip Hire 
Pokemon.ie. The game continues with a blacks and whites Pokemon. Again, they're going short and maintaining that sort of style of play so far. No reason to change, I suppose, so early in the game. And it is looking up now again, that short hand passing style of trying to work it through the lines. I suppose it's the modern terminology used in Hurling, but Piltown have regained possession. It's a long shot gone in there. And has that gone over the bar? Or is it just going to drop straight into the hands of Keenan O'Grady? That's exactly what it does. And blacks and whites can work it out again. As Taggy rightfully says, Piltown dropping very deep and loads of space and time for the the blacks and whites defender to pick out his man they go long this time for the first time really today they go long into the full forward line but to no avail as Piltown pick out again easily pick up possession and move out with the ball it's just between the 45 and 65 now of Piltown again a lot of short passing and the crowd really haven't become involved at all so far due to the subdued nature of this game but it looked like a free in there it was really well gathered by Piltown full forward Keen Kinsla he was fouled by the blacks and whites defender and there's a first free of the day for Piltown uh, good play there Taggy they worked it in well and uh, drew the foul yeah good play Yeah, uh, it seems a bit scrappy at the minute you know it's a all very sharp play uh, from Blacks and Whites and uh, Piltown seems to be going a little more direct and they're trying to find that full forward line uh, with um, King Kinsley inside and it won that ball uh, really well but Ronan Ryan is out in the round midfield he's playing kind of a sweeper role and only two inside and as I said already the half forward line pulling right up along the midfielder so yeah, that free has gone in and over the bar by Ronan Ryan. So all the Piltown full forward line are now on the score sheet. One free for Ronan Ryan and two points from play. One each by Keen Kinsella and Martin Power. That leaves the scoreboard reading Piltown three points. Blacks and whites no score here at downtown Kilkenny in UPMC Nolan Park five and a half minutes gone and the game commences with another short book out by Blacks and Whites as Piltown continue to drop off really has been a pattern set early on in this game and they come out with through their centre forward that's Robbie Cullerton today and the referee indicates that it is a free there was a foul on Cullerton on the Piltown 65 so again an opportunity for Blacks and Whites to get on the score sheet for the first time today they currently trail of course by three points as I just mentioned very strange atmosphere yeah very I suppose maybe we're kind of used to maybe the, the wine gap game in the borough which is so yes. tight and so intense and, and we can hear the crowd here so far it, it's very subdued a lot of mistakes it's kind of you know it's, it's stop start small bit so uh, yeah still has to kind of uh, gain a bit of life and, and a free in for the first score hopefully for blacks and whites if this goes over the bar but just to note uh, Declan Duggan number 23 is on for Piltown as well I'm not sure who's gone off but I feel that's a change on the Piltown and the blacks and whites team yeah, that free has gone in and over the bar. So it is first score of the game for Blacks and Whites. It's their number 27, of course, who has come in for the Blacks and Whites today. That is Ryan Murphy. Oh, so Ryan, Murphy, yeah. Murphy with the first score for Blacks and Whites. It is three points to one in favour of Piltown. The puck out was wasted by Piltown, so it's Blacks and Whites who can regather possession. They go into that forward line again through their short passing. And there's a chance now to look up for corner forward. That's shot sending Dial today. Dial again looking for that short pass and maybe a scoring opportunity was on, but he opted against taking it and to no avail again because Piltown have come out with the ball. It was poor use of possession there, it must be said by the Blacks and Whites man. And now Piltown have an opportunity to run at the Blacks and Whites defence once more. They'll get their heads up, playing into the forward line. Can they get their hands on possession? No, they can't because Blacks and Whites look like they've cleaned this up and they have through their fullback today. That is Michael Crow Maloney and Maloney looks up and Blacks and Whites can come out with the ball and it is again through their centre forward. Jamie Byrne using his pace really difficult to stop when he's running at you like that Byrne looks up that looks like it's gone in and over the bar and it certainly has a first score of the game for Jamie Byrne a first score from play for Blacks and Whites and that was really good play Taggy yeah really good play by uh, by, uh, by Byrne there uh, runs straight through the heart of the defence and put it over the bar yeah really good score there by Jamie Byrne so the scoreboard reads Piltown 3 points Blacks and White 2 points in what has been quite a slow start in all honesty here at Nolan Park but a very competitive one never the less 
Yeah. They'll pick up the ball that's through their corner forward Ronan Ryan already on the score sheet today loads of space and time to look up you'd expect him to put it over the bar and he certainly does obliges to that and it's a second point for Ronan Ryan a fourth point for Piltown four points two, two quick puck out there by the Blacks and Whites goalkeeper Keelan O'Grady again they're going short all the time can they work the ball up to the forward line it's really important if they can they look up again it's through their half forward this time that's Emmett Foley Foley can't get it into the full forward line however and Piltown will work their way out of the back line but no they haven't because they've actually lost possession very sloppily there and it's corner forward for Blacks and Whites that is Sam Byrne but Byrne misses on the near side here Blacks and Whites I should say shooting from left to right into that brand new stand behind the goal while Piltown are shooting from right to left into the town end for people that know UPMC Nolan Park the game has been really fast paced but not an awful lot of quality on show just yet Four points to two, as I said, but Biltown have an opportunity now of a goal. They're running straight through on it. Have they? They've scuppered their chance, but maybe they haven't. It comes out to Ronan Ryan, but Ryan can't get his strike away. Well blocked by the Blacks and Whites recovering defender. But the referee, Stephen Delaney, has indicated there was a foul within the square, and there's going to be a penalty for Piltown. Thank you, I didn't see it. Too yeah, much that, did you? Martin Powers actually on the ball, and he had a strike, and he was brought down. I thought it was outside the 21, but obviously the referee said it was inside. He's to given a penalty. Um, that's a big decision, uh, a massive decision this time in the game. Um, to turn out then to the, to the I think it was the other corner forward was it uh, I think it was Ronan Ryan and, and he was hooked but yeah. penalty nonetheless yeah a penalty and I believe it will be Ronan Ryan that will take the penalty although no one seems to be claiming possession of what the ball. Was it? the number so three it seems to be coming up there yeah um, it's the full back uh, Kevin, Walsh. Kevin Walsh for Piltown uh, he's come the whole way up to take this a very big man it must be said wearing a green helmet for Piltown today and looks like he could have a serious strike on him uh, obviously we saw penalties a little bit earlier today some really good penalties Emmett Landy bringing yeah. the game to extra time before that penalty shootout took place between Winegap and Dixborough if you missed that Winegap did advance to the junior county final after a penalty shootout victory it's lifted and striked by Walsh is it in the back of the net no it's gone to the left and wide oh. and that's something we haven't seen at all today with any penalty they've all hit the target that one didn't so blacks and whites get off with it it remains four points to do Taggy he'll be disappointed there uh, to miss the target absolutely yeah look it is really nervous to take a penalty and because they're expected to score as I said earlier on but a massive miss and that'll be a big boost to Blacks and Whites now if they can capitalise on this yeah and the game continues through the Blacks and Whites fullback that's Michael Maloney Maloney looks inside he's going to actually have a shot at this that's looking very good and it's gone in and over the bar by Michael Crow Maloney a brilliant score from the, the fullback maybe showing his opposite counterpart how to do it after Kevin Walsh had just missed that penalty that yeah. was some score oh, brilliant score and I can imagine Blacks and Whites go on the Crow as probably yes. his, his nickname is alluded to but a fantastic score and there's a four point swing straight yeah. away yeah, and that key word that we talk about momentum and could it be swinging the way of Blacks and Whites well Piltown are coming forward now and looking to get on the score sheet once again but they can Blacks and Whites come out with it through their centre forward Robbie Cullen and he already has a brilliant score um, or rather that's Jamie Byrne Byrne that's gone in where has that gone it's gone wide and a shot from distance there from the Blacks and Whites midfielder John Nipper Lennon but it did go wide so it remains four points to three in favour of Piltown the puck out was played and they come through again it is their midfielder Robbie Tobin Tobin looks up and finds Ronan Ryan Ryan has loads of space and time again and Ronan Ryan is not going to miss that that's gone in and over the bar five points to three and that's something that we've seen already Ronan Ryan with loads of space and a sharp shooter like that certainly isn't going to miss yeah as we said already Ronan Ryan playing out and around the midfield but no, no one really picking him 
them up uh, you know the, the, the backs of heights are holding their shape and there's no one actually picking up the third midfielder in Ronan Ryan and he's on the scoreboard obviously a free and two from play so he's creating a bit of damage earlier on in this game he is Ronan Ryan of course winning the penalty also certainly involved in the penalty maybe he had a goal scoring opportunity before then that was blocked it's another shot in from distance that's gone in and over the bar it's a brilliant score and it's Michael Crow Maloney again I believe with a fantastic score from well within his own half a second point from play for the fullback uh, thank you that was an incredible yeah, strike and, and, again as, as we lose that really actually Ronan Ryan is, is, is free in midfield but uh, the Crow as we'll call him yes. is actually a sweeper for Blacks and and he's after uh, launching two massive scores for him he has and he is playing in that sweeping role as we say because Piltown are working the ball out but the Crow can't intercept it and there's going to be a strike and has that gone in and over the bar no it hasn't umpire indicates it's wide so it is Piltown 5 points Blacks and Whites 4 points 12 and a half minutes gone here at UPMC Nola Park another really quick puck out there from Keelan O'Grady but this time it, there's going to be a scrap for possession just around the, the Blacks and Whites 45 and it's picked up by the Piltown corner forward that is Martin Power and Power has drawn the free and there's going to be an opportunity now for Ronan Ryan to get his fourth score today a 6 for Piltown um, sloppy there from the puck out because Blacks and Whites have possession sloppy there from the puck out yeah. and they're actually playing to the full back line which, which is a dangerous because Piltown are, are onto it uh, you know, they're tackling straight away and that's the second free if I'm not if I'm corrected that they're giving away in their own between 145 from a short puck out yes. but that's the game plan that uh, they have they have to stick to it because if, if they change a the game plan it's a sense of panic yes certainly is Ronan Ryan's eyeing this up now has he put it in and over the bar for his second free today he certainly has a really good score there for Ronan Ryan four points in total two from play two from dead ball situations so it is six points to four and blacks and whites as Taggy mentioned they're not changing that puck out strategy because they go short again and eventually it is launched in long that seems to be the tactic so far go short and then eventually let their full forward line loose it hasn't worked too well so far but it must be said that we still are in the early stages of this game, just about a quarter way through um, at Nolan Park, six points to four in favour of Piltown, and Piltown are working their ball inside again, looking for Martin Power in that full forward line, but it's a poor touch from Power, and Blacks and Whites come, come out with it through Michael Crow Maloney, and Maloney looks up, and who has he found? He's found his centre forward, that is Jamie Byrne, he's already got one score today, and using that pace, looks like he could be really frightening his centre back, or his, the man marking him, Darrell Walsh, who is centre back today, but Walsh has swept up well there, done well to to come out with it and Piltown do have possession it's their right half back Niall Kinsella Kinsella has loads of space and time again that really has been something that we've seen a lot with both sides giving them their opposition some space and time to come look up and pick out a man and have they found their man this time it looks like that's gone into Ron and Ryan once more it's the Ryan has found somebody I believe that was it's their left half forward and that's Aaron Kinsella and Kinsella looks up was he fouled again he certainly was and I think we're heading a high for a hurry, second yeah. penalty Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Super, super ball across, and there's a penalty again. Yes, yeah, super ball across actually to the number 12, Aaron Kinsler. And there's a high hurl. I didn't see who it was, but there's a black, the black, one of the blacks and whites. Many the referees talking to him. Yeah. Definitely a high hurl into, into the face, and a penalty uh, again for uh, yeah, second penalty of the day. I wonder, will, uh, I wonder will he come up? Um, Kevin Again, Walsh, Kevin no, Walsh. I can't see Kevin. He doesn't seem to be. Back. He doesn't no. seem to be walking no, up. No, he's uh, staying in his position this time. I think Ronan Ryan looks like he's looking for the ball. Um, surprised I didn't take the first one actually, Taggy. Now that we didn't really get an opportunity to speak about it, but yeah. strange to see a fullback take a penalty. Well, look, I suppose fullback. Look, obviously he has a great strike, striking the ball. I was confident to take it, yeah. but um, it's usually your free taker. That, that's uh, that's yeah. usually the case, and it looks like it is going to be their free taker now in sense of Ronan Ryan uh, going to step up and, and take it. Yeah, we'll just have a bit of a pause and play here because Aaron Kinsella, who was fouled there, was a brilliant pick out by Keen Kinsella. He found his namesake, Aaron, who was fouled with a high tackle, as Taggy said. So he's just getting treatment within the square. So until then, that penalty won't be taken. So a lot of time to procrastinate for Ronan Ryan. Already four points to his name. Uh, this doesn't help Taggy when you have to think about it this much, does it? 
Um, no, you, you kind of want to take the penalty as quick as you can, and uh, the more time is uh, being wasted, I won't say wasted, but obviously he's down yeah. getting uh, attention to it. But the more time is on your plate, the more time you think about it, and <laughs> the more nervous you get. So uh, I wouldn't be that used to taking penalties. Um, no. You were just used to putting them in the net for play, I think. That's, that's it, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. Uh, no problem. Uh, <laughs> no, but Ronan Ryan will line this one up now and a chance for the first goal of the game. Again, obviously, as we mentioned, Pilltown already missing one through their fullback, Kevin Walsh. That went to the left and wide it is. Ronan Ryan going up against Keelan O'Grady now. Penalty just about to be taken. Ryan with a bit of a longer run up than what we've seen maybe in the earlier games, which is more of a free like uh, taken. And Ryan lifts and he strikes, and that ball has been stayed brilliantly by Keelan O'Grady. I must say it wasn't the best of penalties either by Ronan Ryan. Not a lot of accuracy or power in it, but a good save from Keelan O'Grady in the second missed penalty of the day for Piltown. And Blacks and Whites are coming out with it again through their full forward. That's Martin Kelly, and Kelly looks up, finds his right half back that's Ian Foley Foley has hit his shot but that's gone lame to the left and wide he'll be disappointed with that but another missed penalty for Piltown so it was like a mirror image of the first one in fairness I thought he struck it well but struck it at a lovely height and struck it straight at the keeper it was an easy save for the goalie so struck it well but unfortunately all he threw was put on either side of him and it was easy to talk up here but uh, struck it well but struck it straight down the middle and in fairness to um, Keelan O'Grady a good save yeah a very good save from Keelan O'Grady so ground. he stood up well he stood up well it must be said but um Lone hard is the way to go, do you think, Taggy? Ah, yeah, look, at, look. if you put it to the ground and get a bounce on it, it's always harder for the goalie to, to save it. And even if you want to go technical about it, you put it to the side that he doesn't hold the hurl at. So if you hold the hurl the right side, you put it to the left side so he has to switch across. Yeah. So that's that's just another technical bit, Robbie. If <laughs> <laughs> no, uneducating us all, That's Taggy. it. Uh, Ronan Ryan now has a free between both 65s. He lifts and strikes. A chance for a third free today for the corner forward. And he makes no mistake, a really good score from Ronan Ryan there. A fifth in total for him, three from free two for play and Piltown leads 7 points to 4 17 and a half minutes gone in today's JJ Cavan and Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-final of course today's game is brought to you with thanks to John Fields Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see John Fields Skip Hire.ie bit of scuffing for possession now around the middle of the pitch but blacks and whites do pick it up and there's a recovering corner forward there Ryan again as Taggy mentions floating around the midfield area looking to get his hands on the ball deep in his own half but it's another Piltown man Niall Kinsella who will do so and Kinsella looked to drive out with the ball both sets of supporters seem to be claiming for a free but the referee Stephen Delaney isn't budging looks like he has the whistle to his mouth now but not going to blow it so far there's a massive uh, scuffle for possession at the far side of the pitch here in front of the newsstand and it's picked up by the, the centre forward Jamie Byrne and Byrne looks up and there's a strike in there from a Blacks and Whites man but that looks like it's going to tail off and it has gone wide and it's a quickly taken puck out from James Norris in the Pilltown goal he finds his full back Kevin Walsh Walsh goes long but he mishit that ball completely and it went straight to centre forward Jamie Byrne who has a strike looking for his second score of the day to double his tally but that's gone wide again and Taggy yeah, pot shots it's very scrappy very pot shots uh, I think the Blacks and Whites are actually struggling up front a small bit and they're taking long distance shots uh, from out the field and it's not working they have six wides already to Piltown's three so uh, they're not really finding the full forward line and they're taking long shots are not prevailing yeah, it's Robbie Tobin has run the whole way through the Blacks and Whites defence and that's gone in and over the bar and I think there's a bit of shock at how easy that was from everyone here at Nolan Park and first score of the day for the midfielder but Taggy I mean yeah, Piltown are finding poor. their scores a little bit easier. You know, they're running through our defence, they're working the ball a little bit smarter, they're finding their, their, their danger players, and they're just getting swarmed out. Long balls to square again. They're getting swarmed out by the, by the Piltown defence. 
Yes, certainly are. It is eight points to four in favour of Piltown. Two scores between the sides now, but a chance to make it a one-score game again, and that was a serious opportunity for corner forward Sam Byrne, but Byrne couldn't get on the score sheet for the first time today, and they're missing an awful lot of opportunities, aren't they, Taggy? Uh, they are, yeah, and they're, they're going to rule these chances. As I said, seven, uh, seven wise now already with, with 20 minutes gone. Uh, they need them scores to be going over the bar because it actually sucks the life out of the team as well. If, you, if you're trying to mention me, talk about it already, you need them to be going over the bar, and it's double scores now, so it's eight points to four. Yeah, number 26, Paddy Cullen is in for number 8, Paul Murphy for Blacks and Whites, I should say. No, it's actually, I think Paul Murphy is actually wearing the number 26 jersey. Oh, he's wearing the number yeah, 26 jersey. Yeah, so I've been told jersey. here, yeah. Sorry, so apologies, told, apologies. Yeah. So that, no, Paul well, that's what they've been told, Robbie, so. Wearing number 26, it's a bit strange, but nevertheless, he's going to continue wearing that. And it's another wide ball from Blacks and Whites. Yeah. Taggy... Do they, need, do they need to work the ball better or improve their shooting? I think just working up the field, yeah, because it's obviously not happening on the field. And they're kind of pot shots. They're not even standing to, to take the composure. They're just kind of hitting them, hitting hope kind of thing, you know. They need to kind of run through the fence. As I said, the, the number 11 there for, for Blacks and Whites, Jamie Byrne, a very pacey player, to take it on yeah, and hit decent ball into the full forward line. Yeah, and they certainly aren't doing that at the moment. 20 minutes gone here at Nolan Park. It is eight points to four, as I say. Very scrappy affair, Taggy. A lot of like it's stop starting again. Yeah, People are probably yeah. wondering why we're not commentating on the game, but there's a lot of pauses in play and just a very strange sort of and loose. It's, it's, yeah. very, it's, it's very loose. There's no real intensity in it so far. Um, albeit the second half, you'd imagine to be ramped up, uh, come close to the, to the final whistle. But so far, it's, it's, it's a bit scrappy. It's loose. Uh, very little intensity in it. Yeah, that word certainly wouldn't apply to today's clash, but there's a chance here for Blacks and Whites to get on the goal, and it is a brilliant goal. Very, very easy, it must be said, but an exceptional finish by Martin or by Ryan Mur Stenen Doyle, I should say, for Blacks and Whites. Uh, it was so easy, I'm almost mistaken. My players here, a brilliant finish from Stenen Doyle. He drove the whole way through the back line. Good finish past keeper James Norris, but hey, that was awful easy again. Yeah, very easy. Yeah, Stenen kicked the ball actually on, on the far corner flag and solo through to the, the heart of well, I won't say the heart of defence, but past two defenders and just slotted to the back of the net so like a training goal it was it was very very it was a great finish and a great moment for blacks and whites and certainly needed but nevertheless Piltown will be awfully disappointed and uh, it's a bit strange two penalties missed by Piltown and somehow blacks and whites with their first goal scoring opportunity uh, found the back of the net but that's the key moments in games that's it and they've gone short again with the free yeah they have gone short it's a free deep in their own half come out with and there will be Michael Crow Maloney already two points in his name this time he goes short it's not going to shoot from that far off and it's the number 26 that is Paul Paul Murphy as Taggy says not where number 8 as he was lined out to do so he finds Ian Foley Foley going forward now looking for his corner forward that's Sam Byrne Byrne looks up and Byrne's going to run at the back line there's half a chance of a goal scoring opportunity on again he has his eye for goal has he found it no a really good stop there from James Norris not to be beaten this time and Piltdown can come out with it through there right half back that's Niall Kinsler with another half chance on there for uh, Blacks and Whites but not to be and Piltown will retrieve and get their ball out but it's a poor poor use of possession there but again a sloppy first touch from the recovering Blacks and Whites defender and the corner forward Martin Power can get his hands on it looked like a foul there but Stephen Delaney says it's not Power finds his opposite corner forward Ronan Ryan looking for his third score from play and Ryan really has started so far despite that missed penalty a six point in total for him a third from play three from freeze and it's Piltown nine points Blacks and Whites one four good use of possession there from Piltown yeah no a very good uh, use of possession in fairness um, you know good vision by Billy O'Callaghan to pull it back and to, to, that, to that player again we spoke about Ronan Ryan putting it over the bar he is um, creating a bit of damage around that midfield third but Blacks and Whites the two balls went to the full forward line actually they create a goal chances out of him so I think we need to see more of that 
Yeah, it's Aiden O'Dowd now into Paul Murphy. Murphy's going to have a strike. The hurl's broke, but it certainly looks like there's still distance in that. And that's a brilliant score from Paul Murphy, the giant captain today for Blacks and Whites alongside cornerback Joe Kelly. Or Paul Murphy is the captain. Joe Kelly, of course, is the vice captain. That's a brilliant score there from the midfielder. His first from play. And there's a single point between the sides. Nine points to one five. A low scoring affair. But, um... Still lacking in intensity, Taggy, it must be said. Ah, yeah, look, as I said, it, it is kind of loose, but it's kind of the way they're setting up. I said, Pintown are putting right back down the field, so it's leaving two or three players in the defence for the Blacks and Whites. And as I said, they're kind of looking up, trying to find their men, and they can't. And then it's going to the opposite player, and they're setting up their attack, so it's a sit for tat. Yeah, it's a centre back for Pintown coming out of it. That's Dara Walsh, referee Stephen Delaney said there was a foul on him. There's a Blacks and Whites man on the pitch, he's not too happy with it. The Blacks and Whites management team member, I should say, um, he's just getting that spare hurl in for Paul Murphy that broke with the the point he just got there recently but it will be a free and opportunity for Ronan Ryan within his own half on the 65 or just before the halfway line um, to get his 7 point of the day and to give Piltown a 2 point lead uh, straight in front of the post it must be said but a serious distance on it so probably the most difficult one he's had today hasn't missed one yet did miss that penalty as I say or rather it was brilliantly saved by Keelan O'Grady he did hit the target with that Kevin Walsh didn't with his earlier penalty um, at the start of the game but Ryan lifts and strikes has that gone in and over the bar it certainly has a really good free there from Ronan Ryan 7 points for him Hilltown lead by 10 points to 1-5 and having a free taker like that is invaluable Ah uh, yeah look we often said in club games if you have a scoreable forward and a good free taker you go a long way in championship and uh, Ronan Ryan's proven that there today yeah, poor use of the ball from Blacks and Whites again and they'll be disappointed with how they have used them but they'll probably be happy that they're only trailing by two points Ryan deep in his own half looks up but he's messed up this time and that's gone straight to the recover and Blacks and Whites defender that is Michael Crow Maloney and Blacks and Whites come out with it through their left half back it's Niall Kennedy it's a lot of short passing going on he's found Paul Murphy Murphy has loads and space of time here at the old stand right in front of us and he's going to look up looking to double his tally but that's gone wide also way wide a really disappointing effort for Paul Murphy and despite the game being really fast there's been a lot of missed opportunities because it continues now through centre back the centre back for Pilltown that is Dara Walsh after a quick book out there from James Norris but again Walsh with a poor ball in and it's easily cleaned up by Crow Maloney the full back and he goes back all the way to his goalkeeper Elon O'Grady who has loads of space and time to pick out Jamie Byrne Byrne looking to get the ball in his hand and use that pace and is he going to run straight at the Pilltown defence he's not this time he's going to look up and find his corner forward that's Sam Byrne can Byrne get his hand and ball in the hand he certainly does he's running at the Pilltown back line now there's a long way to go was there a foul on him there the referee says there wasn't so the game will continue but Byrne has lost possession now maybe the chance to put it over the bar has come and gone or maybe it hasn't because Pilltown have picked it back up and that has gone in and over the bar a really good score there from the full forward that's Martin Kelly it's his first of the day and there is once again only the one point between the sides Blacks and Whites one goal and six points Pilltown ten points as we approach half time just about four minutes of normal time to play but it's um, as you say Taggy tit for that at the moment yeah absolutely yeah, there's only a point in it uh, that full forward line for Blacks and Whites I think they need to get that ball in quicker to them because they are doing a little bit of damage in there albeit they're being crowded out but if they get the right ball in they can create damage yeah both sides coming out with it very easily in their own half before they're eventually um, met by an opposing player and that was seen again there as the left half back for Pilltown that was Brendan Wheeler picked out the corner forward who is Martin Power but Power's shot went aimlessly wide and there's going to be another quick puck out from Keelan O'Grady as the game progresses just about two three and a half minutes to go until the interval here unless referee Stephen Delaney indicates there will be some additional time I presume there will be particularly for that second penalty where Jason Byrne went to or rather um, Aaron Kinsella was down after he was fouled uh, when he won it but looking like a long ball in now from Piltown and it's their full forward that's Keen Kinsella looking to pick it up can he get his hands on it no he can't 
He can now, and he's looking to run straight through on goal. Has he got it? No, he hasn't. The hurl looks like he's dropped, but what's happening? A serious scuffle for possession, and uh, Blacks and Whites eventually come out with it, but they haven't because it's brilliantly blocked there by the Pilltown corner forward, and there's going to be a scruff for possession just in front of the new stand here at Northern Park, and eventually, eventually, Blacks and Whites do come out with it, and they look to find their corner forward, Sam Byrne, but he hasn't got his hands on the ball either, and there's going to be another sort of tussle uh, for the ball, and who's going to get it? This time it is the left half back for Pilltown. That's Brendan Wheeler, Wheeler looks up, has he found a point? He has, that's a brilliant score from Brendan Wheeler, his first of the day from left half back, Pilltown get their 11 score today, it's 11 points to Pilltown, 1-6 to Blacks and Whites, really good score there from Wheeler after a lot of um, losing on possession from both sides. Yeah, so it was getting caught on possession really, but Wheeler just came on to flick the ball into his hand and sidestepped uh, two, um, two players and put, put the ball over the bar on his, on his right hand side, but uh, the match itself hasn't really grown into life yet um, you know there's no better neither kind of a, a shamozzle as you call it the modern yes. day kind of shamozzle but um, yeah it's very it's very loose and I just feel that both of the teams are setting up defensively you know backs and whites have nearly two defenders back there and that's why they're setting up from the front and they, they play the ball long and there's two sets of uh, Piltown players there to, to mop up the, 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 the ball so it's very you know even, even pace wise it, it, it could be up standard yeah certainly could very flat I think um, so far even the crowd don't seem to be too engaged with today's game but Hilltown's left half back Wheeler now with a brilliant sideline cut has he found anyone no it looked good but it wasn't actually um, good in the end because Blacks and Whites are going to come out with it and they can look up loads of space and time again very very strange the way both sides are setting up but so be it that's the game that we have and it's the Blacks and Whites man now is going to have a really good opportunity to get on the score sheet but again that's gone wide Taggy I mean he's between the 65 and 45 they're straight in front of the post disappointed or do they need to use the ball better it's very well that shot for me I think Robbie that shot was on and he should yeah. put it over the bar really and it just drifted out to left and wide and um, you know look, that, that's, 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 that, ha that happens in games to be fair but uh, that, that shot was definitely on the other shots I would have felt that maybe they, were, they weren't scorable chances but that was definitely a scorable chance it certainly was but Sam Byrne couldn't get it in and over the bar he'll be disappointed with that one Blacks and Whites and Pilton both looking for the possession now both looking of course to make the Junior County Final that will take place in two weeks time tomorrow we'll find out who will be in the Intermediate Final with both semi-finals live on KCLR that sees both Ballyhell Shermocks of course and Tullerone take on a little bit later on there'll be a late throw in time at 4pm I believe for that one that's the rearranged semi-final meeting in the St. Canis' Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship Taggy will be alongside Adrian Ronan for that game and tomorrow as I mentioned Danes Fort and Ronan Stieg first up at 2pm here at UPMC Nolan Park and the second part of that double header sees Carrick Shock take on Thomastown a quarter to four throw in time there so we will find out who the intermediate finalists are tomorrow evening but for today we're concentrating on the junior final wine gap already there who will join the blacks and whites or Pilltown? well it's currently 11 points to Pilltown, 1-6 to blacks and whites as we enter additional time at nolan park free taker ryan murphy only one free to his name so far he's lining this one up at the far side of the pitch here a right-handed striker looking in on the angle from the left side uh, with a chance to make it a one-point game again murphy lifts and strikes certainly has the distance no problem there has he got the accuracy he definitely has a really good free there from ryan murphy continues his 100 percent record albeit only the two frees and it is one seven to 11 points in favor of Pilltown the puck out taken quickly again that's something we've seen repeatedly in this game from both sets of goalkeepers on both sides they reset very quickly after a break in play and there is going to be a free out now for Pilltown uh, the quick puck out from both sides actually Taggy something that I think we've both noticed so yeah absolutely Yeah, um, they're just playing because there's a free man obviously um, from, from both sides so they're trying to play the sweeper all the time and set up from behind so the, the, quick, the quick puck out is on so why not take it yes certainly so Ronan Ryan now has that free 
Uh, just in, almost very close to his own 45. Again, has that got the legs? It looks like it's going to drop short. Or maybe an opportunity for a Blacks and Whites man to get his hand on the ball. And it is just Michael Crow Maloney who comes out with it. Finds his full forward, and that's Martin Kelly. Um, a bit odd to see him so deep in his own half. And Kelly has drawn a foul, and there will be a free out now for Blacks and Whites as we enter additional time. 31 and a half minutes gone. A single point separates the sides. I don't think Blacks and Whites have led Taggy, but yet they're still well in this game. Oh, absolutely well in this game. There's only a point between them with 31 minutes gone, as I alluded to already, Robbie. So uh, they're well in this game. Um, I suppose the big talking point is obviously the two penalties that Piltong missed, and they could rule them chances yet. Certainly could. The free out is just about to be taken um, by Michael Crow Maloney on his own 20 metre line. He's going to go along with this one. No sharp play from that free. Can anyone get their hands on the ball? It's looking like Sam Byrne can, but he unfortunately couldn't get it into his hand after a good first touch. And Piltown looks like they may have it, but they've actually lost the possession very sloppily. And there's half a chance on here for Blacks and Whites. And that is the corner forward, Sam Byrne with a really good score and it is a level game a good score there from Sam Byrne he'll be delighted with that and it is a first point of the day for the corner forward and the slides are level 1-8 to 11 points at Nolan Park no quick puck out this time I believe Byrne is down he looks like he could be injured or maybe he's just fixing his boot and there's a man gone down for Pilton on the wing on the, yes, on the half forward lane the I don't think the referee has seen it so far now he's turned his attention to it but there's somebody down and he looks out cold yeah, uh, I don't know what, what has happened there and there wasn't too much protest from. no there wasn't from, from, uh, from any line there or from the crowd usually if, if, if there's a dunce or something off the ball you'd hear from the crowd or you hear some, uh, someone giving out about it but we we heard nothing, but he he's down and he he looks a bit he looks a bit shook to be fair. He does look shook. He looks. Um, I don't think our own Eddie Scully wouldn't hold back if he saw something. No, he'd he be definitely. Uh, yes. he'd, be, he'd be animated. Yes, to say. And rightly so. Look yeah, at right so. Stephen Delaney went into his umpires there and was very quickly turned back around. So obviously, not much has happened. There's no protest. Very odd to see this. Um, that a man has just kind of gone down. There's a pause in play and uh, no protest. But nevertheless. Uh, that is what is currently happening here. It is 1 8 to 11, as I said. Uh, Taggy, as we approach half time now with the pause and play, Blacks and Whites will be the far happier side, considering they're probably being second best. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. They'll be definitely the happy. Look, realistically, the, uh, Piltown should be six points up with them two penalty chances. And, and I'll keep going back to them, but the, the, they're the ones that we match goals with matches, you know, and two huge chances that, that were missed. Yeah, and the game continues now with Piltown looking to get their hands on the ball. Well, it's Blacks and Whites, it looks like he will, but the referee, Stephen Delaney, has said that it is half-time, and we'll go in at half-time into the interval, all square. Blacks and Whites 1-8, Piltown 11 points in today's Premier Junior semi-final between the sides. Uh, Taggy, just before we hand back to the studio, a very quick assessment of that first half. Uh, yeah, look, I think Piltown started nearly the better team, really, and came out with blocks a little bit quicker. You know, there's three points and no score there after about seven minutes, but uh, Ferris backs the points, found their feet a small bit and a point from Jamie Byrne uh, got them off the mark uh, uh, and really bought themselves back into the game big talking point as I spoke already don't keep going back to it is the two penalty chances that were missed by Piltown uh, as I said they could rule them at the end of this game but uh, look it's, it's really 50-50 it's the game has to get a bit of life into it there's no there's no real intensity I, I feel it's, it's a game of kind of uh, defenders really because they're clearing the ball into the other half and it's just been mopped up by, by the sweepers so I'd really have to watch that but look it, it is all the play far here in Nolan Park uh, two teams going in level uh, Piltown will be the or Blacks and Whites will be the happier team obviously going in but um, you'd wonder about the full forward line Blacks and Whites drove 10 wides towards uh, only 4 for Piltown and whenever they bought into the full forward line for Blacks and Whites there was, there was damage Sam Byrne Martin Kelly and a goal by Sean and by Sen and Dial uh, so they're, of all the forwards they are, they're actually ones that have scored apart from Jamie Byrne so for me Blacks and Whites get into the full forward line play it a little bit quicker and for Piltown 
take their chances. And we've spoken a lot about Eddie Scali and the Blacks and Whites, considering they probably have been, as I mentioned, second best in this game. But Frandy Curran's former Lachlan Gales fullback, a very good hurler, club hurler in his day, it must be said. He's a manager of Pilltown at the moment. Do you take those penalties as a positive and say, look, lads, if we take our chances, there's no beating us? Or how do you kind of reinforce that idea that you are the best team, despite the fact that it is level? Look, I think at half time, you're not even going to mention them penalties realistically. You're going to say, look, what's done is done in the first half. You have half an hour's hurling here to get into a, a, county, a county final, and it, it's all to play for. It's not going to be handed to you. Blacks and Whites aren't going to back down. And if anything, the second half, you'll be hoping, will raise intensity and it'll be more of a battle. And draw a game here at half time, it's set up for that. So if Pilltown think they're going to just come out and get handy scores, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, they're going to have to fight for them, but they're going to have to put them away all the same. When they get them chances, they're going to have to put them away. And it's, I think it's whatever team is going to get a run on it in the second half will win this. Well, thanks very much for the moment, Taggy. We'll be talking to you, of course, uh, after half time. Today's game is brought to you with thanks to John Field Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County. See John Field Skip Hire. At half time in the JJ Cavanagh Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi final between Blacks and Whites and Pilltown, it is Eddie Scally's Blacks and Whites on a scoreline of with 1 8, while Pilltown are on 11 points. So a draw game here at UPMC Nolan Park. We'll be ve- back very shortly for the second half, but until then, it's back to Martin Bridgman in studio. KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Cavanagh Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi final. Piltown versus Blacks and Whites. With thanks to John Phelan Skipper and Septic Tank Disposal. Serving Kilkenny City and County. See John Yep, brilliant timing as always from Martin Bridgman. Both sides back out in the field. And Stephen Delaney, today's referee, is just about to throw the ball in. And he just has, in the second half, is underway. And there is, as always, a scuffle for possession on the halfway line. As the Blacks and Whites man, the fullback, Michael Crow Maloney, who comes out with it, looks to find his centre forward. That's Jamie Byrne today. Already got a single point to his name, but causing a lot of problems. He's gone back the whole way. And it's Crow Maloney again, who's a load of time to look up. And he finds his number 26. That's Paul Murphy today's captain for Blacks and Whites there's a strike in there I believe that is from the centre forward Jamie Byrne but that's gone wide so first wide of the second half for Blacks and Whites and 11th in total and it remains Blacks and Whites 1-8 Piltown 11 points today's game of course is brought to you with thanks to John Field and Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see johnfieldandskiphire.ie as the game continues with a short Piltown puck out it goes in long but it looks like that might just go out for a puck out it hasn't it's actually been recovered by the Piltown forward was there a in the back no there wasn't so there's going to be a sideline ball out all the way deep in the corner here in front of that brand new stand behind the goal for the blacks and whites um, Taggy any substitutes that you've seen at half time I haven't seen any no I haven't seen uh, anything here um, at the start of the second half here um, obviously the, the number 6 there Darrell Walsh is the free man for Piltown and uh, Michael Crow Maloney is a sweeper for blacks and whites yes certainly so that line ball is taken it looks like um, Blacks and Whites are going to gather possession but they don't again some sloppy play sloppy first touches throughout this game so far and Piltown get their hands on the ball through their left half forward that's Aaron Kinsella Kinsella looks up but again he's lost possession and Blacks and Whites can come out with it through Jamie Byrne Byrne looking to run at the back line but he can't like, trying to offload possession can he do that he does good hand pass there out and the Blacks and Whites come out with it through their left half back that's Niall Kennedy Kennedy looks up and fires it into the full forward line but again it's a, not a great ball and Piltown 
Piltown can pick it up, but it's a poor first touch, it must be said, but eventually Piltown do get going as cries from the supporters here to try and get the blacks and whites going just in front of us in the old stand. A very short supply of sports, and it must be said, most of them are made up down the far side in that Ars de Gras stand, or the new stand, as it's most commonly known by Kilkenny hurling followers. A chance now for the first score of the second half. Has that gone in and over the bar? No, it hasn't. It's gone wide, and a repeated pattern from the first half continues into the second half of wide balls and short puckouts because the game continues through the blacks and whites centre back. That is Aidan O'Dowd. O'Dowd goes into his full forward looking for Martin Kelly. Kelly, can he get his eye on the ball? No, he can't. So Pilltown come out with it, but it's the left half back now. Kennedy, Kennedy can look up, decides not to strike, and he goes all the way back to the right half back. Ian Foley, it's a little scoop ball in there looking for the full forward. Martin Kelly, Kelly was fouled. A judge should be fouled by Stephen Delaney, and it will be a free for the Blacks and Whites and an opportunity for Ryan Murphy to get his first free and his first point of the second half and what would be a third in total. And a chance for the Blacks and Whites to take the lead for the first time today, Aidan Taggy Fogarty. Yeah, it'll be a massive boost here in the number 27, uh, of course, taking this as right. Murphy, um, the substitute from earlier on that 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 we see actually I don't know who it could be not far about that. He's taking this and uh, it'll put him one ahead if he puts over the bar, which would be a massive boost, and we didn't see that coming from the first half. Yeah, I believe that may have been number ten Emmett Foley, if I'm not mistaken. But Murphy has a strike, and that's gone in and over the bar. And Eddie Scotty's blacks and whites are in the lead by a single point, one goal and nine points to the blacks and whites, eleven points to Pilltown. Again, a quick puck out, and the game progresses through their corner forward for Pilltown. That's Martin Power. He's already got a point to his name. He finds his opposite corner forward, Ronan Ryan, who starts throughout seven points in total in the first half. Has he got an eight? No, he hasn't. And that ball goes to the left and wide. And there's going to be a pause and play again because uh, Martin Power was injured while hand passing that ball on to Ronan Ryan so it looks like he's going to get some treatment as I'm speaking the Ballyhill Shamrocks players have just arrived there getting their eye in um, ahead of today's St. Candice's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship semi-final will bring you that game live as well on KCLR as I said in the first half Aidan Taggy Fogarty will be accompanied by Adrian Ronnie Ronan um, to bring you through that full game who will join James Stevens in the senior decider we'll find it a little find out a little bit later today but all eyes for now are on the second junior semi-final wine gap away in the final blacks and whites and Pilltown are trying their best to get to the final as I said in the first half Pilltown's last final four years ago in 2018 went for the blacks and whites to have to go all the way back to 2009 for the last time they played in the biggest game in junior hurling on north side a line ball now right on the halfway line for Pilltown as they try to get their first score of the second half um repetition and I suppose continuation of what we've seen in the first half Taggy very sort of yeah so you know, very subdued uh, very scrappy uh, lack of intensity as I said yeah they're, they're literally kind of standing and looking and hitting the ball in and, and, and to end to end but it, it's very it's very low intensity to be fair and a lot of balls going astray and uh, two wides already from both teams uh, in the second half so uh, I think both teams and these teams are better uh, Robbie they're actually better than what they're showing here today uh, I've seen Black and Whites that they, they, they play good games during the league Piltown were far better uh, last weekend as well so uh, it's it, it in them I don't know whether it's nerves or what it is but uh, the, these teams are actually better than what they're showing today when you see the basics I suppose Taggy um, the likes of first touch and striking and just the things that you learn as a child um, when it comes to hurling it, it, that must be nerves because these guys as you said are playing at a really decent level and they're just not showing it today absolutely yeah and, and I think that for me really it's just the intensity the, the, the heart the desire the, the fire to actually go to that ball and get the hooks in and stuff yeah. uh, th that for me is probably not being shown yet of course but uh, maybe it'll come in the next uh, 25 
25 minutes. Maybe so. I should say that number 22 for Piltown today, that is Gavin Flynn. He seems like he has entered the pitch. Not sure he's who he's on for, but as soon as I know, of course, will relay to you. Here is the corner forward now for Blacks and Whites. That is Sam Byrne looking to get his hand on the ball. Already got a point early in the first half. He's run straight at the heart of the Piltown defence. This time looks up and decides to try and find a man in a black and white shirt, but he hasn't. And Piltown come out with it through their fullback today. That is Kevin Walsh. Walsh with a missed penalty in the second half, but he's found the full forward, Keen Kinsella. Kinsella has run that in a goal-scoring opportunity for Piltown, but it was a poor effort, but a really good save again from Keen O'Grady. It was straight at the blacks and white shot stopper, and was there a foul there on the recovering defender for blacks and whites? While the management team do protest, there's nothing going to be given, and Piltown do pick it up again through that left corner forward, Martin Power. Power looks up. Can he find a man in a black and uh, yellow shirt he does and it looks like a chance there again for Robbie Tobin who got a score in the first half to offload and find a man for Piltown but he failed to do so and it will be Jamie Byrne deep in his own half the centre forward today for Blacks and Whites who comes out with a hand passing some strange very sharp passing deep in their own half from the Blacks and Whites but eventually they do decide to go along and that's found corner forward sending Dial Dial running at the defence or rather it is the other corner forward Sam Byrne Byrne causing a bit of havoc so far and he has won a free done really well there using his pace the pace of Sam Byrne we mentioned the pace of Jamie Byrne of course in the first half but Sam Byrne doing well weaving his way through the Pilltown backline drawing a foul and an opportunity for the second score the second half for Ryan Murphy from a free um, good play there from the corner forward Sam Byrne Taggy yeah really good play and uh, in fairness to the Blacks and Whites defenders have, they found him uh, really well there's only two up front for him and Sam Byrne that took on his man and won the free but a, a huge miss again I suppose from the, from the number 14 Keane Kinsla did really well to win the ball took on there was two uh, Blacks and Whites defenders around him but got his shot off but as you said uh, Robbie it was too close to the goalie he hit the ground but just too uh, close to the goalie and uh, in fairness to him uh, Keelan O'Grady made the save stood his ground again and made the save so they're nearly making a hero out of um, uh, Keelan O'Grady with the, with the shots they're just hitting them straight at him they are O'Grady still stopping them it must be said but disappointing efforts nevertheless from the Piltown um, forwards there's a free now for Murphy has he put it in over the bar it's a tight angle close to goal and he makes no mistake with it a four point for the number 27 for Blacks and Whites and they've edged ahead 110 to 11 points I think that's the last four points they've got between both halves Taggy they'll be happy with that yeah very happy with that Yeah, all they need to do is just keep tacking them on And there's a, I won't say there's a sense of panic in Pilltown yet but they haven't scored yet in the, in the second half so they'll be yeah they will be of course a bit agitated about that and they've gone in long this time and then he avails the number 10 and it's in the back of the net a brilliant finish there from Billy O'Callaghan he's almost been non-existent throughout the course of this game but a long ball went in it dropped to the floor O'Callaghan led a right boot to it and it eventually and finally went past Keenan O'Grady in the Blacks and Whites goal and Piltown regained the lead one goal and 11 points to one goal and 10 points and just as we said they'd be frustrated with their start to the second half they found the back of the net the perfect antidote Taggy yeah well, why, why you get a laugh there was because they've actually struck the uh, the goal uh, three yes. times with hurls, with and hurts. the first time he didn't have a hurl, he kicked it to the back of the net. So we, we, we've had penalties, we have uh, goals being kicked to the back of the net. So I don't know if it's a soccer match we're at or, or an actual hurling match, but a fantastic goal. Lost his hurl, nothing else to do when he kicked it, and actually placed it to the it corner. Was a brilliant finish, yeah, really good. Right so in the corner, no chance for O'Grady. Really good, and eventually ball. Piltown get their goal. They do, and it was coming. It must be said, it was certainly an unorthodox way of finding the back of the net, but they do have a single point lead, as I said. 
said just as I'm speaking it is sending dial now the corner forward for Blacks and Whites looking up has he found a point no he hasn't that's gone wide well the and umpire the says he's given it there yeah. and the referee's gone in now and one of the umpires thinks it's a score and the other now eventually does it. wave the white flag and there's a score and there was a hit on the far side here and there could be something happening now if the umpires did spot that something has gone on and the score of, of that point sending dial getting his second score today is down on the ground someone done something there I believe it was the Piltown maybe it was their centre back the Piltown number 6 it was the closest to him anyway yeah. it looked like in a red helmet it looked like he had done something there I just spotted it at the corner of my eye Taggy I can't say for sure what happened yeah. but it certainly looked like there, there was, was a reaction from the crowd as well yes and, and unlike in the first half where there was no reaction when the Piltown man went down there certainly has been this time the score is level I should say 40 minutes gone at UPMC Nolan Park 111 to 111 will be interesting to see what happens here but um, that goal has brought a bit to life a uh, bit more it, lively yeah absolutely yeah, brought it to life is, is right yeah and, and Piltown eventually getting their goal but uh, as I said actually in the first half they're, they're getting some um, fruition from that full forward line Sam Byrne Martin Kelly and, and Sen and Dial they, they really are and uh, Sen and Dial or Sam Byrne won a free uh, in the first few minutes of the second half and now um, Sen and Dial is putting them on the bar so if they keep getting into that full forward line rather than playing the shorts about the field and taking their long options I think get it in and it'll be more dangerous maybe that is the case no action no further action will be taken um, for Aidan no doubt so the game will continue uh, both sides now level on the score sheet completely 111 to 111 as I said as dark balls in play was there for treatment for dial the corner forward it's just equalised for the Blacks and Whites again continues it's a terrible puck out from James Norris in the Piltown goal he only found number 11 Jamie Byrne and Byrne has a strike but again it's gone wide a disappointing effort there from a man who has certainly um, or has it got, it's gone over again for the second time in a row in very short succession the umpire waved it wide yeah. but the referee has overruled them and Blacks and Whites regained the lead that's number 11 um, Jamie Byrne with a score there and uh, strange they're to not, see that they're not too so sure quickly. down there Robbie as far as they can see they're, they're, one is putting it up for a point and the other one's putting it wide so yeah, it was given to him anyway all the same didn't hear too many protests but nevertheless it is a score and the Blacks and Whites do have a lead they've got the last two scores since that goal went in for Piltown but there's an opportunity now for Andy Curran's men to level and they do and we're seeing a far better game and a far better spectacle for all the supporters who are now gradually starting to find their voice here at Nolan Park, it is 112 to 112. Didn't see you get it, but it was a brilliant score there. Yeah, it was Ian Long. Ian, Ian Long with his first score of the game in the midfield, a really good score at the far side of the pitch. Um, the poker was taken quickly as it always has been. Um, close without saying at this stage. Um, but the Blacks and Whites management team are looking for a foul here at the far side of the pitch in front of the old stand where all the fans are gathered today. And it will be a line ball instead, and it'll be a line ball for the Blacks and Whites. And there's one or two shoves over the far side, but nothing um, to write home about. So the game will continue with that line ball. But with some scores and some action finally, Taggy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's what brings the game to life. Like in the first half, they're driving a lot of them wise, but when they go over the bar, you know, the crowd gets behind them, they get more confident in play. And, and both teams have scored now in the last couple of minutes so that's, that's bringing the game to life a small bit yeah, certainly has the ball's gone in there to the far lane there's an opportunity of a goal here it is Ian Long who just got a point and is breaking through on goal and it's a brilliant brilliant save from Keenan O'Grady Long ran straight through but it was the shot stopper who somehow stopped it it was straight at him again you could argue but from such close range it was a brilliant save Piltown do work the ball back out and that is their centre forward uh, Robbie Cullerton their captain today getting his first score of the game and Piltown regained the lead but another wonderful save there from O'Grady in the Blacks and Whites goal tag probably the best of the lot yeah absolutely a, a really good save you know it was actually the number 8 I think um, for, for Pilton that went down Robbie the middle Tobin. Robbie Tobin and took yeah. the shot and I won't say a nice way to get brilliant save yeah. get taken nothing away from Keelan Grady a fantastic save and he is really keeping uh, Blacks and Whites in this game in terms of I know they're uh, only a point behind but they could be at least 10 points behind 
it certainly could and it has come to action as you can probably hear now with Nolan Park a lot more happening and another brilliant score drop in and over the bar that's Jamie Byrne with his third point of the game his second of the second half and we are level once again at UPMC Nolan Park Blacks and Whites 113 Piltown 113 in the JJ Cavan and Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-final today's game brought to you with thanks to John Field and Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see John Field and Skip Hire .ie the game continues down the far end of the pitch and Piltown are looking to regain that lead and they have got the ball in their hand through their corner forward Martin Power already got one score today can he find anyone he's looking for the right half forward that's Billy O'Callaghan who got the goal and O'Callaghan was fouled and there will be a very scoreable free for Ronan Ryan a chance for him to get his first score of the second half seven in total in the first um, but Taggy I mean it's just um, from seemingly nowhere since that goal went in from O'Callaghan that one where he put the right boot to it uh, the game has just completely sparked into life yeah it's come to life uh, uh, exactly Robbie I'm glad you said but does it want to take something like that you know to the draw a game and it's coming closer now there's uh, 15 minutes gone in the second half so there's only 15 minutes to go so look count to semi-fine it's, it's all to play for and the tension is only going to become higher and once scores keep going over the bar the game will get better and better yeah that is a first score that they Ryan did slot that free over the bar from the 20 metre line so Piltown do lead it is uh, just constantly uh, swapping exchanging scores uh, between both sides at the moment no side seems to be able to take a lead greater than a single point that's the one that Piltown currently hold 114 to 113 in their favour Andy Kearns will be happy with the score line he needs to see his team see it out from here though they probably have been the better team for large spells and they have a chance to make it a two point lead now and that is their left half forward Aaron Kinsla I believe with a really really good strike there and Piltown do go into a two point advantage it's 115 to 113 a great score from play there and we're finally starting to see some seriously accurate shooting from both sides absolutely and we're seeing some more potential but we actually know what these teams can produce you know Aaron Kinsler great score over his left hand shoulder swung, swung it high and over the bar and in the first half they were missing them chances but in the second half both teams in Ferenstone seem to be taking them and that's, that, that's bringing in more intensity into the match yeah, a lot more intensity into the game and making it a far more enjoyable affair for everyone that is inside UPMC Nolan Park. A bigger crowd starting to come in now as they get to their seats for the second game, or the third game rather, at Nolan Park today in the St. Candice's Credit Union. Kilkenny Senior Hurling Championship semi-final uh, between Ballyhale Shamrock. County champions Ballyhale Shamrock's going for a record fifth consecutive title against the 20-time winners. Tullerone one ahead of the Shamrocks in terms of total senior county titles won. And you'll hear that, that game with Taggy and Adrian Ronan from 4pm. But as of now, it's the second semi-final. Gap are in the final after they defeated Dixborough on penalties in today's first junior semi-final and it is 115 to 113 to Pilltown now as the free comes in from um, I believe it was uh, Ronan, Ronan Ryan, Ryan yeah. again sorry and Ronan Ryan slotted straight over the bar that's a 9 point for him hasn't missed a single free today despite that missed penalty in the first half and it is a 3 point game 116 to 113 and uh, since that goal Piltown has just taken control maybe particularly um, in recent moments they have and what's really what they're doing is they're actually t- they're taking their chances uh, any chance they're getting they're actually putting them over the bar but they're, they're getting something out of their attacks uh, which they weren't doing in the first half and uh, they're, they're going up by 3 points 113 to 116 and they're finding their scores a little bit easier than Blacks and Whites at the minute. They certainly are. Eddie Scally and the Blacks and Whites managing team are going absolutely mental because they hope for a foul there. The referee said there was no foul and eventually he did give a free but it was to Pilltown for a throw ball. It wasn't a fair hand pass indicated Stephen Delaney so there will be a free and then there was seen to be someone um, got a jostle to the, to the midriff shall we say and uh, 
he's down now for Pilltown. Don't know exactly what happened there. It seemed a bit soft. I don't think there'll be too much no, serious so. repercussions it's here. Just like a shot off the ball, a shoulder, I think, off the ball. But uh, yeah, Blacks and Whites were, weren't happy with that free to Pilltown, but uh, free in nonetheless. Yeah, free in nonetheless, as you say, it is 116 to 113. A far better game, it must be said, in the second half compared to the one we've seen in the first half. To say, the at half time, it was 1 8 to 11 points. So five points for Blacks and Whites in the second half and 1-5 for Pilltown, that is the difference, that's why there are three points between the sides here um, at UPMC Nolan Park. Again, there's another slight pause in play due to um, some treatment for the Pilltown player at the far side, and that is the first yellow card of the game, and it goes to the right half-back for Blacks and Whites in Foley, and it was for an off-the-ball challenge there. A bit soft, but nevertheless, that in the rule books it is a yellow. It must be said, so the game will continue with a free for Ronan Ryan, who I believe was the man getting treatment, the right corner forward for Piltown, but not really playing that position for large spells of this game, roaming out into his own half and around that midfield area. A chance for Ryan now to get into double digits. He has nine points today, um, a lot of frees in there, it must be said, I believe, uh, three from play and six from frees, and a chance to get his seventh free of the day now and his tenth in total. Just between the both 65s, Ryan strikes, has he hit the accuracy? That crowd cheer will tell you he does a really good score there from Ronan Ryan. And it is a two-score game now from seemingly nowhere. It was level just moments ago, and it's 117 to 113 in favour of Black or uh, Piltown rather. But Paul Murphy's caught that ball brilliantly from a long poke out this time, and he's won a free, and there was a bit of a it was a wild it was a wild swipe. Now there was nothing in it. The ball no. was there, so yeah. I think it's number nine for Piltown there. Uh, it was Ian Long. Swung hard, I kind of missed the ball and just followed through, but the ball was definitely there. But I'd say he's going to get a yellow card for it. It is, yes. The second yellow of the day and a first for Piltown, Ian Long, swiftly followed by um, that yellow card for the right half back for Blacks and Whites, Ian Foley. And there will be a chance to get some respite for the Blacks and Whites from that, that kind of mini onslaught that Piltown threw at him there. And it will be a free, and it's going to be Paul Murphy, that, or Ryan Murphy, I should say taking this one a chance for his fifth score of the game and it's desperately needed now um, if you're a blacks and white supporter because this game is slowly but surely and from almost nowhere getting away from the Murphy looking eyeing up the goal has he put that in and over the bar yeah a man of his calibre isn't going to make any mistakes from there a fifth point for him and it is a, a goal separates the side 117 to 114 just over 10 minutes to play at UPMC Nolan Park and it is non-stop now at the moment those puck outs still coming ticking fast um, from both sets of goalkeepers and the game continues down the into the pitch and the Pilltown full forward line who can get their hands on the ball Stephen Delaney has blown his whistle I think there's going to be a free out here and Blacks and Whites will eventually clear their lines um, there is a man down for the Blacks and Whites that's their centre back today uh, in, in Dowd and I believe he might be getting in no doubt uh, the medical team were coming on there but they've now swiftly gone back to the line um, because there is no need for treatment for O'Dowd the ball goes in long that free goes long it's going to match up Ian Burns looking to get his hands on it uh, but he hasn't and it's uh, Pilltown or Blacks and Whites who do eventually come out and they're running at the Pilltown backline. They're looking for a free. It's their full forward, Martin Kelly, who's dropped it. And Pilltown now have it in their own hands and they're coming out with the ball. And plenty of space and time to look up and find the man. It's Robbie Tobin inside. Who has he found? Looks like he may have found Rowan and Ryan. But Black and White's come out with it again, but it's an awful hand pass. Only found Aaron Kinsla, and Kinsla isn't going to miss from there. A second point of the day for the left half forward for Piltown, and they move into a 118 to 114 lead. 50 minutes and 20 seconds gone at UPMC Nolan Park. Criminal stuff there, I believe it was um, Crow Maloney, the fullback who lost the ball straight to Kinsla, and he wasn't going to miss from their attack. Yeah, no, like in fairness to Michael Maloney, he's actually having a really good game, in my opinion. And uh, look, did Everton Wright won the hard ball and, and just give just give the hand pass 
to the Blackstone Heights man and just gave, just gave the hand pass and straight on to Aaron Kinsland. Possibility could have took it on maybe, but slotted it over the bar uh, to put... Um, just four between the teams again, so 114 to 118. But, you know, Piltown have definitely found their feet a little bit more in the second half. Uh, their flow is a little bit better. They're getting the scores a little bit easier. Blacks and Whites haven't threatened for a goal really much in this match, uh, whether Piltown have uh, four opportunities. So, um, Piltown on top at the minute, but Blacks and Whites, you know, still there for them. Sticking in the game, as we've seen, Dixborough sticking the last game. And while they didn't win, they took it all the way to penalties despite trailing for a large spells. One gap eventually advancing to the decider there. And what a long ball has gone in, and it's only found Keen Kinsella. And Kinsella has a chance at goal. Again, it's brilliantly saved by Keelan O'Grady, and the rebound has gone wide, so it'll be a puck out. Again, that was that was in the corner, Taggy, maybe lacking a bit of power, but yeah. what a brilliant save he, from O'Grady. He hit the nail in the head. Yeah, he's actually played really well in the goal, lacking yes. power, of course. But he had he had placement and down to the right hand side and just got the hurl on it. But absolutely keeping him in the game, you know that's the fifth yes. opportunity fifth, of a goal. Fifth brilliant save from O'Grady, it must be said. And uh, of course, not taking into account that missed penalty early on from the fullback Kevin Walsh. But the ball's gone up the other end and it will be a free for Stephen Delaney. But just coming back to that, Taggy, they're the sort of shots. If they went in, you wouldn't blame the goalkeeper. But nevertheless, he's saved them all and kept them in the game. Yeah, as de- said. definitely the last two were definitely uh, brilliant saves. And if they went in, you you could not blame him. You know, so he's absolutely on fire there today. And you know, he's just doing the simple things right. You know, the ball is hit at him. He's just standing his ground. If they're going left and right, he's he's getting a hurl to him, playing really, really well. Now a really important free for another man who's playing very well. That's Ryan Murphy looking for his sixth free of the day. That's gone in and that has gone over the bar. He doesn't miss from there, despite it being quite a tight angle. Uh, Ryan Murphy does get his sixth point of the game, and it once again three points is the difference. Blacks and Whites 115, Piltown 118 in the second Premier Junior semi-final in Kilkenny today. Wine Gap, as you said multiple times at this stage on this broadcast, have advanced to that decider who will play them. Looking like Piltown at the moment, but a long long way to go as we all well know in hurling the cornerback now from Pilnow is breaking through it's Oron Brophy he hasn't been involved an awful lot but he's found Ryan or Ronan Ryan and Ryan's going to get his point from play his first in the second half his fourth in total from playing 11th in all a really good score there from Ronan Ryan and uh, it is 119 to 115 at the moment the Blacks and Whites need to break that trend of um, kind of both sides exchanging scores don't it Haggy yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, as I said Piltown now are really kind of on top and that was number two actually from Piltown Oren Brophy made that run from his own corner back all the way up the field and created that score for Ronan Ryan but as we said our Black Spies can't, can't keep to suck um, Piltown back, back in they had that 3-4 pint lead now all the time and there's 53 minutes on the clock so not a whole lot of time left for him no not a whole lot of time left that book out has gone long but again it's only the Piltown man who picks it up Brendan Wheeler got a brilliant point in the first half and he looks to come forward but he's lost possession and Blacks and Whites come but again it's poorly used by the centre back O'Dowd and Robbie Tobin picks it up goes into the full forward line again that looks like it's Ronan Ryan who's going to have the strike he's been brilliant all day and it's not Ryan rather it's the goal scorer Billy O'Callaghan who adds to his tally 1-1 in total and Piltown now take a 5 point lead 1 goal and 20 points to 115 is quickly getting away from the Blacks and Whites tag they need to get a goal probably at this stage absolutely and the biggest thing nearly for happened me in the second half is actually direct to playing 15 on 15 now so there's no sweep for Blacks and Heights and they're getting a good bit of a ball into the full forward line and they're getting some uh, getting scores out, out of it you know and that, that's, that's been one of the massive things in the second half yeah far better man on man half. yes man on man a far better second half for everyone today and it is the number 8 Robbie Tobin who has loads of space and time to look up and pick out his left half forward Kinsella who gets his third point of the day he's not going to miss from there and it is now 121 to 115 Eddie Scally the Blacks and Whites manager trying to egg his side on here but the game just seems to be coming away from them altogether Taggy yeah. 
that the, they're overlapping blacks and whites. I don't know whether they're getting tired or not, but it, it's a lot easier now for, for Piltown. It's actually nearly too easy for them. It certainly is the blacks and whites personnel and the tactics seem to be changing at the moment as Taggy rightfully says a more traditional style of play at the moment between both sides man on man that's the number 21 for blacks and whites substitute today for them is Michael Maloney. his shot I don't know who he has come on for but that shot has gone to the left and wide so another missed opportunity for them as we enter the final five minutes of normal time here at UPMC Nolan Park six points separates the side blacks and whites now looking to get a score on the line something has happened on the far side there's a player down badly injured for blacks and whites but the game will continue within the full forward line can they get their hands on the ball the blacks and whites supporters are egging them on here in front of us and there's an opportunity now maybe to come and turn out who has he found looking for the full the Ronan Murphy book has he got his hands on the ball it's a poor effort there a lot of to and fro but Niall Kennedy eventually had a pop shot on goal despite it being from close range and it went to the right and wide he'll be disappointed yeah, that, with that, that that was a bad way Robbie should have put that over the bar felt him like he was just outside the 21 literally in front of goal and he was kind of reaching for it and, and, and went out to the right hand side and wide you know and possible possible goal opportunity maybe but um, you know he needs to be scoring that as I said a player is down at the far side of the pitch in front of the new stand for blacks and whites so there'll be a pause in playing not quite sure what happened there but he looks like he could be badly injured but fingers crossed he can recover and continue for the remainder of this game or certainly that he's not picked up a bad injury in the late stages of this one um, today's game of course is brought to you with thanks to John Field and Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see John Field and Skip Hire dot ie Taggy what did the blacks and whites need to do to avoid being eliminated at the semi-final stage they need to probably find a goal yeah they need, to, they need to look and goals look they're, uh, they're six points behind now this stage 115 to 121 so they need to be looking for, for goals and to be honest Robbie they haven't had a goal threat really at all this game bar the one they literally scored so uh, I haven't seen much like you said so if they're creating chances but they're not even creating chances and uh, as I said six points to go, six points ahead with four minutes to go they'll have it all to do yeah, the scores today for Piltown I should say Brendan Wheeler with one Robbie Tobin with one Ian Long with one point one one for Billy O'Callaghan that crucial goal completely changing the flow of this game uh, Robbie Cullen and the captain set in centre forward has a point as well Aaron Kinsella with three points Ronan, Ry Ronan Ryan with 11 in total four for player Keen Kinsella with one and Martin Power with one I'll give you the blacks and white scores very shortly but the game has continued with a long puck out coming there from James Norris and has found the full forward Keen Kinsella has been quite throughout the course of this game but nevertheless uh, he gets his hand on the ball here but Blacks and Whites now have found possession and it's through their captain Paul Murphy and Murphy charges forward and who has he found he's found the Blacks and Whites man that's the most important thing and they look to go short again maybe trying to manufacture a goal more than anything at the moment which uh, can be quite difficult to do at the best of times in a game like this and Piltown do come out with the ball and to the frustration of the Blacks and White supporters and management team they might have an opportunity to make this a three score game very very quickly and you would have to say that it would be beyond them at that point they've got to find a way of getting that ball into the back of the net for a second time today if they don't you'd have to say they're probably going to bow out and the last four um, but they do look to get the ball in now and it's running at them head up hurling at the moment a low ball into the forward line that's the centre forward uh, Jamie Byrne who has gone in three points today done well drew the foul he's gone in full forward at the moment if I'm not mistaken Taggy drew a foul well there um, is that the best way to go do you think? Yeah, look, he drew probably a soft free read in my, in my view, but uh, it's just outside of 21. Uh, three minutes to go, six points down. You probably nearly have to go for it, and he looks like he's going. He is going to go for it, uh, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, um, Ryan he Murphy. has a good striker the ball, to be fair. But the Piltown have uh, you know six in, six on the line there, so it'll be, it'll be hard to get through yeah, that. Piltown with Narmi back on that goal line. Can he get it into the back of the net? He hasn't a brilliant save, but the rebound has gone into the back of the net. It is a goal. I believe it may have been the centre forward, yeah. Jamie Byrne. Whoever it is, Blacks and White are back 
within a goal of it. It is Blacks and Whites 215, Pilltown 121. Now there is a man down injured for Pilltown, but they're not protesting the goal, so I think it will stand. And uh, a big, big goal there is the rebound from Jamie Byrne. He drew the foul. The free was taken by Ryan Murphy, and he was in on it faster after a really good save from the a man on the line from Pilltown. And that's exactly what we needed for the grandstand finish, Taggy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and as he said, uh, um, Ryan Murphy, great striker, the ball struck it really well. A really, really good save. But in fairness to Jamie Byrne, and it's really hard to do it, is make the run from the 21 and get in between the defenders and just upset it. I think he, he either kicked it or he flicked it uh, straight to the back of the net. Uh, so 2:15 to 1:21, two minutes, one minute to go. Uh, you know you talk about semi-finals and about closing out matches and things and now it's nerves for Pilltown uh, when they can see light at the end of the tunnel or, or, you know, one foot in, 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 a, in a county final but still two minutes maybe three there's actually a lot of injury time I could say it'd be three or four minutes but a lot of people went down there in the second half so I said it'd be a lot of injury time uh, to be played so um, for Blackstone Heights now they, they, they don't need this stuff their attention the, the goalie there for, Dix, or for Pilltown uh, James Norris uh, I think it, it's down he's getting attention but Blacks and Whites would have loved to just have the puck out and with that momentum, you know, play on. Yeah, they certainly would, but we do have a game here now. And Martin Quilly, a commentator on the first of today's game, has just let me know that this game will be heading extra time like the last one. Hopefully not, uh, Martin, because I don't think they can push the Valley Hill until their own game back any further, but we'll have to wait. And there's not and worse, see how actually, this ends. Uh, Robbie, when you're waiting for yeah. you know, a match and you're, you're built up for a certain time to come in maybe a half three or whatever time it's fixed for, and next thing to push off at four o'clock, that can get into your head, you know, and can upset things. Yeah, we seen it in this first game, didn't we, Taggy? The Blacks and Whites and Piltown were both ready to go a full time then you could kind of see they were a bit deflated not to get going then they were ready to go after extra time and there was penalties and it just got dragged on and on and maybe that's partially a part of the reason why we had a poor first half possibly yeah, no, maybe so not the major uh, factor I yeah say. I wouldn't be looking into it too much but it definitely kind of upsets the whole rhythm and the routine of getting into a match and you know if you're prepared to play a half three and next thing is off and you've, do, you've warmed up really really hard you kind of cool down again and then you have to warm yourself back up so it's just frustrating certainly is I think the Ballyhale or the Tullerone backroom teams are looking on at this game probably looking on hoping to God that, the, that it doesn't finish in the draw and heads to extra time but, uh, but in a game that has been this tight you wouldn't be surprised to see it uh, do the Blacks and Whites now do you keep taking your points over considering as you said Taggy there could be a lot of time added on or do you maybe Look, you know, they haven't had an awful lot of chances either maybe in the second they half. haven't had a chance no but in my view I'd be asking the referee what's left so and then spread that through the team that look there's four or five minutes left rather than thinking maybe there's only like time is up now really on the, on the clock but we know there's going to be extra time um, uh, from all the injuries and from even the goalie here now as well it could be four or five minutes so ask the referee put it around say look there's plenty of time but they, they haven't had them opportunities during the second half anyway so as we said they need a goal and they probably will maybe need another one maybe to, to win it if they're going to go on and win it yeah they certainly will the game is still paused we should say for um, some treatment for the Pilltown goalkeeper James Norris but I mean the game really how I suppose you know we were looking at it and it has been tight at stages but really two missed penalties for Pilltown yeah. all the saves by Keelan O'Grady in the Blacks and Whites goal it's uh, mesmerising how we're, how we're this tight with so little to go absolutely yeah look if you're looking at it really just, just in general you'd be saying four or five goal chances missed from Pilltown definitely three score but two penalties like sure they're definitely scoreable chances and another one as well greatly saved in fairness by, by Keelan O'Grady but really shouldn't be putting them should be putting them away so really I feel Pilltown should be out of sight but that's not how semi-finals go you know you miss chances you gain momentum other teams come back into it and you get lucky goals just like we have here uh, in the last couple of minutes of this game yeah third goal of the game in total that came from Jamie Byrne one three for him I did go through the Pilltown scores I'll just quickly
quickly go through the black and white scores. Michael Crow Maloney with two brilliantly taken long distance points, uh, the fullback for them in the first half. Paul Murphy today is captain with a single point as well. Jamie Byrne, as I mentioned, with one three. Sam Byrne with a point. Martin Kelly with a goal and Sendon Dial with two points while Ryan Murphy has six frees. You spot something there, Taggy? Yeah, well, just saying James Norris actually gone off. The goalie is actually gone off uh, for uh, Piltown and it's the number 13, Ronan Ryan, who's actually playing very well out the field. He's gone back into goal. Yeah, very, very strange. And a big crowd here, it must be said now, all coming in for that senior game as well are the Ballyhill, Sharmox and Tullerone sets of supporters. But there's a chance on here maybe for Blacks and Whites to make something of this. It is deep within the Piltown back line. Who's going to get their hands on the ball? It's the centre forward again. Jamie Burnham. Burns looking up. What can he do? He has a strike on goal, but maybe it wasn't on. It certainly wasn't on because he was blocked and Piltown can come out with it here. Um, and some absolutely mad happenings here at the end of the game. It is as Taggy rightfully mentioned, Ronan Ryan, the top scorer in today's game, gone in the goal, which is awful strange. And number 17 for Piltown, Sean O'Neill, is on in place of the goalkeeper, James Norris. And O'Neill has run the whole way up the pitch, but not much is going to come of this, or maybe it will because it's the goal scorer, Billy O'Callaghan, who looks out. He's spotted his man. That's Aaron Kinsella, and Kinsella looks up, and he has gone to That's wide. a bad wide, yeah. That's an awful wide. Just show you the 20 metre line. Should be putting that over, but he hasn't. And the game continues. And that would have put four between them. Yes, exactly. So there's a single score still between the sides. 215 to 121 in favour of Piltown. Who is going to be joining Wingap in that decider? We're going to find out within the next couple of minutes here on KCLR. But it's currently a three point game, as you say, and it is a quickly taken line ball from the Blacks and Whites. They're just on the shy of the halfway line now, and it comes forward through their centre back, O'Dowd. O'Dowd looks up. Who is he found? He looks like he's found Paul Murphy. He hands it off. And who is he found? He's found a full forward, Martin Kelly. Kelly with a goal earlier in the game, and he's gone in long there. And who is he? Got the ball into it. Looks like it's a black and white man again. There's a man coming in at the far side. There's a serious chance for black and white. It's a strike. And it's into the back of the net. It's the substitute. I didn't see who it was. But somehow, from nowhere, the blacks and whites are level in the junior semi final. 315 to 121. It was scuffed in the net. But nevertheless, it is level. It's Aaron Foley, number 17, the substitute for Eddie Scally's side. And Taggy, we said it. There was chances here for Pildown to make it a seven point game. Before then, there was a chance to make it a four point game. They never did. And we are all square. How have we come to this? Yeah, it's, it's actually hard to believe. Aaron Foley all on his own on the square. And I, I actually said it. I said he looks... Ronan Ryan looked a bit nervous in the goal. I know it's easy to say it now, but he did. And Dustin looked like a goalie. And Blacks and Whites did exactly the right thing. Uh, put it down on the ground. And in fairness, we got a hurl to it. But I think if that was the uh, the real goalie, Norris, he would have saved it. Unbelievable stuff. It's all to play for here. We could be heading for extra time yet again for the second time today. But who knows? Maybe there's more to come here. We're deep into injury time. 65 minutes gone at UPMC Nolan Park. 3.15 to one. 21 between the Blacks and Whites and Piltown not too long ago two goals separated the side but we are even now as we enter the final stages of this one it's been a thrilling second half after a flat first half and the Blacks and Whites get their hands on the ball again they go into the full forward line looking for Byrne the centre forward who's now playing deep in the full forward line can he get his hand on it if he does he's looking up looking for a score has he found it he has and the Blacks and Whites supporters are going crazy at the far side of the pitch they have taken the lead 316 to 121 a brilliant score from Jamie Byrne he brings his tally to 1-4 and Hilltown must be wondering what has happened here in Taggy Fogarty yeah absolutely 65 minutes gone uh, Blacks and Whites take the lead one point up after scoring two goals in succession unbelievable stuff here in Nolan Park what is going to happen if it does go at extra time we'll bring you full coverage of course as we did of Gap and Dixborough but Piltown will be hoping they can get it that far now they're somehow trailed by a single point and there's a scuffle for possession here between the 65 and 45 and so the Blacks and Whites man who have all the momentum now he's got his hand on the ball and it comes out who's going to get it Stephen Delaney's looking at his watch how long is left on this game that's the key for both sides now Pilton
Tan now looking up. It's going to be a strike on goal. Has that got any legs or accuracy? No, it hasn't. It's tailed off. It's gone wide. And Stephen Delaney now is looking at it. Have the blacks and whites and Eddie Scally pulled off a big, big shock here in the semi-final. And are they going to join Moingap in what will be a mouth-watering decider? Stephen Delaney raves on. Keenan O'Grady, who's been a key hero for them to take the puck out. He's gone long again here. They seem to have numbers over the far side. It could be their match winner, Foley now. Going forward with it. Aaron Foley, of course, who got that second goal to equalise, or the third goal for Blacks and White, second goal of the second half. And they have it again through their hands. Can they get eye it up and get a two-point lead? It's the full forward, Martin Kelly. Kelly comes forward and he's drawn the foul. It's a free for the Blacks and Whites. And they have an opportunity now through their free taker, Ryan Fur Murphy, to make this a two-point game. Taggy, I can't believe what yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's actually hard to believe. I'm looking on and it looks like Blacks and Whites have actually hurled for about six minutes and are after getting an eight, eight points in the in them five minutes and turning the whole thing around and as I said goals win matches you know two, two maybe fortuitous goals really and Pilltown are kind of they're, they're just nervous and their hands on their hips now they're, they're looking on as if to say God is this actually it but out of nowhere Blacks and Whites are after claiming this game if, if this goes over the bar Yes. seven minutes of extra time yes seven minutes of extra time it should be said 316 to 121 has Murphy put it over looks like his tail wide the first miss free the game and pressure does strange things to nerves. people that is nerves as Taggy says being in position more than often That's but it. it doesn't matter it's all over that is it the blacks and whites are in the final jubilation celebrations absolutely everything Eddie Dyle's in front of me Casey Larko commentator he's going mental said it was a poor first half he won't care less now because the blacks and whites are in the final Final 316 to 121 victors against Pilltown. The Pilltown players and management are despondent. They cannot believe how they have really, if we're being honest, thrown this game away. Aiden Taggy Fogarty, the blacks and whites are there. As you said, they've hurled for about 10% of this game. And they're in the final. They're in the final, absolutely. Pilltown are absolutely devastated. They're on their hands and knees. Every one of them looking down there are on their ground, uh, holding their heads. Um, but in fairness to Blacks and Whites, I felt Pilltown were the better team. Blacks and Whites hung in there and hung in there. Uh, five goal opportunities missed by Pilltown. They will be sickened because they, they had this game and they had this game early. But in fairness to Blacks and Whites, and we said it, Robbie. They needed probably to get goals. I didn't see where they were going to come from, but they got him. They got him in there. Um, I think it was... <laughs> I'm caught for words, even. I, think it was, I can't believe what I've seen. It was Aaron Foley. He was the big He was the big difference. And, and he caught the ball that came out from that goal as well. So they had eight points literally in four or five minutes. And goals win matches, Robbie. And... You know, you, you just can't write scripts when it comes to um, Championship Hurling in Kilkenny. And out of nowhere, Blacks and Whites are in the county final. It's just unbelievable. I mean, Taggy, we talk about the importance of free takers, of forwards taking your chances. But really, you could argue the tail of this game is goalkeepers. Keenan yeah. O'Grady with some brilliant saves at the far end. And ultimately, to no criticism at all for um, the corner forward, Ronan Ryan, who had a brilliant game outfield with 11 points. Once he went into goal, I mean, that shot from Aaron Foley was more than stoppable, to say the least. But he couldn't, he couldn't get a hurl to it and that's where the win and the losing this game has been you could argue absolutely that penalty that, that penalty that was given away uh, by Pilltown um, they obviously scored it um, Norris had to go off and their best player for Pilltown on the field Ronan Ryan had to go back in goal and that, that was doing two things that was first of all taking their best player from middle of the field uh, out and their free taker uh, out of play and obviously their goalie he's not he's, well obviously playing goal at some stage but he wouldn't be used to playing in goal and that's the second goal that went in by uh, Aaron Foley was saveable now tosses to the corner out 
wouldn't blame wouldn't blame um, Ryan at all for not saving it but I just wonder if Norris had been the goal yeah. would it have been saved and that was a turn of point that penalty yeah Taggy we could talk about this all day but I am conscious that yeah. both teams for the senior semi-final are out on the pitch now it's supposed to be a 4pm throwing time we'll bring you live coverage here on Casey Law I think it'll probably be closer to 4.15 now if I'm not mistaken but just one final word I mean we could concentrate on this game but now looking forward to the final blacks and whites and wine gap dramatic and really energy sapping victories in the semi-finals today just the most amazing of highs they'll have to come down and prepare now for the decider how do you see that going I mean you can not see anything but a tight tussle and affair again can you? Yeah look <laughs> you'd hate to call any of these matches you know <laughs> kind of favourite Piltown in this one uh, and, and look what happens yeah. uh, I suppose if you if you sit down and look at it wine gap will be the favourites um, blacks and whites weren't even favourites for this game so they're going to go in as underdogs and that will suit blacks and whites 100% they won't mind that tag at all county finals are different Robbie and anything can happen on the day nerves there's different things there's different things impact the game uh, but it's going to be it, sh- it should be it should be a good game of hurling I'd, I'd fancy Wine Gap as I said you just don't know yeah we'll bring you live coverage of that county final and of course today's semi-final was brought to you with thanks to John Phelan Skip Hire and Septic Tank Disposal covering Kilkenny City and County see John Phelan Skip Hire a big thanks to John Phelan Skipfire and a big thanks to my co-commentator today Aidan Taggy Fogarty Blacks and Whites have made it to the junior final somehow, some way, but nevertheless they are there 316 to 121 victors over a despondent Pilltown team here in UPMC Nolan Park stick around Adrian Ronan and Taggy will be bringing you that semi-final between Ballyhale and Tullerone in the senior side but for now we know that Wine Gap and Blacks and Whites will meet in two weeks time in the junior decider from me Robbie Dowland at UPMC Nolan Park it's back to Martin Bridgman in the studio and a big congrats to Eddie Scally and the Blacks and Whites. KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Premier Junior Hurling Championship semi-final. Piltown versus Blacks and Whites. With thanks to John Phelan Skipper and Septic Tank Disposal. Serving Kilkenny City and County. See johnphelanskipper.ie.